Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse DePlantis. And I'm Kathy DePlantis, and I want to welcome you. We both want to welcome That's you right. to our boardroom chat today. And today, we're doing something we normally don't do. This is going to be part two. Yes. It was so good on Last how week. big God is. Yes. We just couldn't finish. Right. We, we well, probably won't finish today exactly. because Exactly. We're going to scrape the surface. And she actually told me after we got off camera, I'll tell you, she said, you know, you interrupted me a lot. I said, you have interrupted me my whole life. <laughs> you know, we were having a fun. I was, so I'm going to let you talk today as, oh, much, as well. much as possible. We'll see. We'll see what you got in here, here in just a minute. <laughs> but I was, I was telling people, and I just could get a little update from uh, last week, that a lot of people say, boy, but just, you never get discouraged, you never get depressed, despondent. And uh, but that doesn't mean I don't have the opportunity to. Right. That doesn't mean circumstances and things arise to make me want to do that. But I go to a special scripture in Isaiah, and when I think about it, Kathy, yeah. I mean, I, I could preach this every day of my life, yeah. how big this God is, and I begin to realize uh, what could Satan do to stop God, yes. zero. He, he's such a little, little. He's a knit. A little knit. Not even you call a him gnat. Not even a gnat. <laughs> not a even gnat. You knit. used to have a sermon years ago when you first started preaching, and it sort of reveals our Cajun culture. You said the devil is a couillon. What's <laughs> a, a couillon? A stupid idiot. <laughs> I said, but you know, he's it's not, Cajun. He's really. It takes ten yawns to make a couillon. That's how dumb <laughs> he is. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, just a blessing. Now that's Cajun, and it, it, you know that's part of oh, my heritage. <laughs> you preached a lot in your early years on the devil in that way of, of realizing oh, yeah. how, and, and I think it helped us to realize how small he is and how big our God is. Well, you said things like how's your reputation in hell? How's your reputation? That's right. Yeah. And uh, the thing I'd say if he's under your feet you got to lift your foot up and he's going like this. <laughs> Just keep your foot down on the boy. You know yeah. You know there feet. was always a, there was a biblical tradition I read in Customs of the Bible or something years ago I learned that even children or people, when they had their shoes, they would draw the, the picture of their enemy <laughs> under the sole of their That's foot. Right. Not only was their enemy drawn there, but the enemy had their hands bound and their feet bound. So yeah. pretty helpless. So that's how I said we like to keep our foot on the devil's yeah, neck, which about, is another sermon you preach. That's another. Keep it's your classic, foot on, boy, I'm going, you're going back your, in time. Keep your foot on, on the devil's, devil's neck. neck. That's why we say come and put your feet on the necks of these kings. Yes. He's, oh, yes. He says, son. so shall I do to all your enemies. Amen. we got to keep a big vision of our big God. That's right. Thanks Constant. for not interrupting that. I was letting you handle that. <laughs> See that? I'm being very, very patient. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I want to read our, our scripture. Yeah, that's important. This is what I go to when something impossible hits me. Or comes, like for, uh, using for in a, in a prime example, um, takes lots of money to run this mission. I'm millions. I mean, it just does. You have because, lots of families. Because it's who, global. Who, who we support because through this ministry, oh, who, God, yeah, their I lives mean, are dependent upon how we right. walk by faith and, and believe not God. by sight. Mm -hmm. But I mean, all of a sudden, uh, we got to spend a million dollars here. Or we got to spend a hundred thousand dollars. This is over and above the normal operating budget. Now, I could say, oh, Jesus, gloom and despair, nagging on me. I don't. So when the devil tries to do something, I say, hey, let me read you a scripture, devil. And it's Isaiah chapter 40, or if you overseas, Isaiah, however you say it, Isaiah chapter 40. Now watch, this is God, verse 12. And this is what you read the last week. Yeah, right? I read this last week. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. That means he took the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, the Antarctica Ocean. Niagara Falls. Niagara you Falls. You think of water, bodies of water. Mississippi and River. All of it. Mediterranean Sea. Oh, Salt Lake City. Uh, salt, the, the Great Salt Lake. And nearby us, we have this huge lake Gulf called of Mexico. Pontchartrain. Lake Pontchartrain. Pontchartrain. That's right. With one drop, 
in the hollow of his hand. He knows how many gallons, how much water is everywhere. Think about the intellect. Now, wait, wait, now, you know how I've that. flown over the Pacific Ocean, Kathy. Mm -hmm. You've been with me too. Right. Going to Australia. That's it takes a, big a long ocean. time. Does it take a long time? I'm telling, and flying fast, 500, 600 miles an hour. Yeah. You better, you're going to sleep. I remember the wake time up, we, we sleep, flew. Sleep, wake up. <laughs> and on Qantas, we were going to Australia on, for yeah. meetings. I mean, it was 17 like, hours. Uh, yeah. Watch this. He's, he's holding all those oceans and rivers and streams and, and seas in his hand. Mm, the way. Now, if you got somebody behind you that big, you ain't got no worries. Then he says this, and meted out heaven with the span. Now, I thought that was big about the water. Mm -hmm. Now, this is talking about the universe mm. with a nine-inch span. He did this. Not just our galaxy. No, our galaxy. Universe, and that's thing's which huge. Is still expanding. Right. I'm the universe like this. <laughs> this God. That we serve, who is that big yet lives inside of us. Mm. I'm giving you a little update from what I said, and then I want to get into the other part. Then he says this, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure. Now that blows me away. Do you know how much dirt that mankind has moved around? <laughs> you would think that the earth would go, uh, uh. get off. Balance. He knows exactly what it, how much is dirt. I'll show you how big that is. We have over 400 billion galaxies with, this is what our scientists say, with at least 400 billion planet, moons, and stars in each one of them. There are more stars, planets, and moons than we have grains of sand on the planet Earth. Now, the next time you go to the beach and you look down that beach, you know how small a grain of sand is? That's nothing compared to the planets and the moons. Mm -hmm. Then he does this. Good God. And weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. So he knows what Mount Everest weighs. He knows what uh, uh, the uh, uh, Koholavi weighs there in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with a Kilauea, uh, Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa. One, and one of those mountains is 34,000 feet high. It actually is the tallest mountain in the world. But see, they measure it from the base. They say, well, 20,000 feet of it is under the water. Who cares? <laughs> so Mount Everest should not be the tallest mountain in the world, even though it's 29,000 something feet in the air. I said, Mona Loa, Mona Kea, I can't remember which one it is. Make a long story short, it's 34,000 feet. Do you know you can go snow skiing in Hawaii and be at the beach now? That's how high that thing is. But it's 20,000 feet under the water. Now watch hey, this. At the base. We haven't been to the bottom. We've been to the moon. We can't get there. Pressure. And God knows how much it weighs. And created it all. Created, I mean, flung the stars with his hands. Now, can't you see why I stay happy? That doesn't mean the devil don't try to fight me. That doesn't mean he, he tries to cause me to fail, do everything. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that sometimes circumstances look pretty big. Mm -hmm. But I just go to this. Get your focus. I get my focus. Now, let's start part two right now. Just to give you a little update. I, you read this uh, yesterday. In verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing. Think about that. And they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. I want you to read that and I amplify it again. Okay. Verse 17. Go ahead and read that. It says, all the nations are as nothing before him. They are regarded by him as less than nothing and emptiness. 
waste, futility, and worthlessness. Think about it. This is the God that you serve. But that's what it goes on in verse 18. It connects together. It says, so to whom then will you liken God or with what likeness will you compare him? Let's, there is no comparison. Let's stop right there. How do we liken God? What, like you say, what can we compare the God that we serve to anything? To a nation. Okay, let's talk about this. How about a tsunami? Earth. That big when it's coming. What, that tsunami a few years back killed 250,000 people there? I don't know. Uh, way back uh, uh, over there in, around India, I think it was, in, in that close area. That's a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen. That's nothing. What about a, a 9.7 magnitude earthquake? Ten, uh, was it uh, Anchorage, Alaska got hit with a 10 back in the 60s? That's, oh, that's power like we can all understand. That's nothing. The atomic bomb. Nakasaka, Hiroshima, nothing. All, all missiles, nuclear warheads. Some of them, we got 12 to 14 on one missile, those ICBMs. Let's get China's. Let's get Russia's. Let's get America's. Let's get France. Let's get England. All the people that are what we call, quote, quote, nuclear power. Nothing. Okay, let's go even better than that. Our sun. I knew that's what you were going. Okay, you say, go ahead and you say it. Explosions then. that are always going on on the sun. Yeah, I don't keep track of the tax. Okay, I think it's, uh, it's, it's 10,000 or 1,000 times bigger than our planet. I mean, our planet, you put it, it, it about like this, maybe 10,000. Nothing. Okay, let's go bigger than that. The Milky Way galaxy. 100,000 light years just across it where we live. We live in one of the, one of the little arms. That's 5.7 trillion miles a year traveling at 186,000 miles a second. Takes 100,000 years to get across it. Nothing. Let's go bigger. The Andromeda, which is coming toward us, it's going to hit us in 4 billion years. Most galaxies are going out this way. Oh, I watch. I know all this stuff. (laughs) Why? You know what? I'm created. I'm created like God's created. And God thinks like. God thinks like we think. It's fascinating to him. Very fascinating, this creator. Ooh, gee. Evolution ain't that good, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Come on. Evolution. I, I can prove that with a golf course. You let that golf course go uncut, it turns into weeds and the jungle. But somebody put their hand on that golf course. Mm-hmm. You got that beautiful green. Oh, somebody went. And that's what God did. So that's nothing compared to who loves you. Mm. Now, I want to go to verse 28. Okay. Oh, I'm enjoying this. Hast thou not known? I like how he starts oh, out. Oh, I love this. Hast thou not heard mm-hmm. that the everlasting God, the Lord, watch this, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, mm-hmm. neither is weary. There's no searching of his understanding. I'm trying to do it now. So you, mm-hmm. you make fun of me sometimes. Oh, I'm, I'm talking not, about a, I'm not yeah, making you are, fun you of you. Get you <laughs> That's okay. Because you, see, I'm just trying to get there. Mm. And to me, that is so amazing. You know, I just me. remembered, you heard that quote from Did Albert Einstein. Did you know Einstein. she just interrupted me? I just wanted you to know. Go yeah, ahead. And thank you for handling it I so well. I will handle it very well. You could have done it better by not calling attention to it. That's true. But I just thought about... A man got to do what a man got to do. I just thought about that quote that you heard from Albert Einstein, you know, because he was a genius. Was he a genius? And he he just was so brilliant. But I remember later in his life, uh, 
there was he was at a hospital and he talked to a nurse or something asking right. if she believed on, on his deathbed. Can you explain? Tell yeah, what happened was he was dying. He was on his deathbed and he had a pencil and a pad, still doing mathematical equations. Mm -hmm. So, all his life he was. People said he was an atheist, all his life, but he never was. His most famous statement was, "God doesn't shoot dice. Right. This didn't just happen. Not by chance. It's not a gamble. Too okay. beautiful. Too well, anyway, perfect. he's he's actually laying in his bed, see, and he's trying to do mathematical equations and things. And anyway, uh, the nurse uh, was came in to fix his bed and all that kind of stuff. And Einstein had his glasses like this, and he looked up. And he said, "Do you believe in God?" And the nurse didn't know what to say because this is Albert Einstein. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she said. Dr. Einstein, yes, I do. He goes like this. He goes just like this. Hmm. And he went back to doing mathematical equations. And the lady just couldn't help but ask. She, she waited, I don't know, I guess a few seconds. She said, could I ask you a question, Dr. Einstein? He looked at me and said, yes. Do you believe in God? And I love his statement. He said, now watch this. He's got a pad and a pencil in his hand. He's right. He says, I'm trying to catch him at his work. Think about that, because you see, those people, everything is done in math and equation and hard work. I'm trying to catch him at his work. Trying to, he is searching for God, because oh, you know, that brilliant brain knows without a shadow of a doubt that he's went beyond what I call most great physicists. And I know some of y'all going to disagree with me. Well, that's all right. You just hadn't got there yet. That's all. <laughs> and you see what I'm saying? And when you understand that intellectual activity, Range in research, induction in reasoning. You cannot get, that's that verse. There is no searching of his understanding. Kathy, I want you to read that in the Amplified. Oh, it's pretty close to the same. I don't verse care, read it again. Where I want you to grasp this. Verse 28, uh, Isaiah still in chapter 40 says, yeah. Have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary? There is no searching his understanding. Do you want me to keep going? No, well, let me read the, the King James, verse 29. He giveth power to the faint. Let me stop there for a minute. Mm -hmm. How does it say it in Amplified? It, he way. gives power to the faint and weary. Okay, stop. Are you fainting today? Are you, Are you weary? weary today? Is the COVID-19 just eating your lunch? Well, he says he wait, gives wait, power. Wait, wait, let me talk. Don't, hang on. I'm, I'm going to keep on with it a minute. I just want to deal with that one piece. Why is it? But Jesse, I, I can't pay my rent. Uh, Brother Jesse, I, I don't know what to do. Me and Kathy are telling you what to do. We're telling you to quit looking at this and look at this. My God, the God who loves you, gave himself for you. So let me read it again, Kathy. Then you can read it, the whole verse there. He gave a power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increased their strength. That's why I interrupted you there before you read it. Because... These people that are hurting, guess what's coming your way? Strength. Increased, Increased strength. Now strength. read that. That's what he said. Watch, this is, gives, I'm not giving you my opinion. This is what he said. He gives power to the faint and weary, and to him who has no might, he increases strength, causing it to multiply and making it to abound. Now, causing it to multiply. So do you know that this is a good day that you're watching this? Because strength is coming to you. If you just believe his word, mm -hmm. just believe his word. Ladies and gentlemen, believe his word. Some of you that are watching me, you're saved, aren't you? I know you are. Prove it. 
You can't. You don't have a contract signed by God that when you die, you go to heaven, but then nobody can talk you out of it. Why? Because you said it by faith. A creative force called God Almighty came inside you when you said, Lord, come into my life. Mm -hmm. But he just didn't come in to say hello. He came to end to bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you going in, bless you going out. My God, he said, choose life over death that you and your seed may not survive, but live. And, and he said his will be done in earth, on earth as it is in heaven. We all should be living now like we'd be living in heaven. That's what he said. It's in red. <laughs> it's the most famous prayer. I think prayed probably more than any prayer in the world ever. Yeah. The Our Father prayer. Right. This God. Can't you see we had to do part two on this? Do you realize it? Because, see, some of you are hurting bad here, and I know it. I can sense it in my spirit, Kathy. But increase strength and increase might, the ability to accept it. He and to gives do it. that power, he says. Ooh, he watch this. It. I just answered a question. I was doing some television about a man. He asked the question. You know, he said, I've raised my kids, right? Raised them in church, raised them around the Word, raised them around the Word of God, but my youngest son is questioning his faith. Well, I, you know, and I answered him this way I said, That's okay. Because he has a free will. But the Lord gave me a statement that just shook me to my shoes. He said, Jesse, my promises or the promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. Mm-hmm. Now, he's worried about his son. You see, I told the man, look at the promise because it's his tough luck, your son, that he was born to you. Because you got the promise of him down to a thousand generations. So that brings me to this next verse. Verse 30, See, he's young, you know, he's starting to get weary. Well, I don't know if all this is true, blah, blah, this and that. Watch it. Every youth, even the youth, shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Read that, and I, I want to get this. I know we're doing a teaching today, but I tell you, I, I, I know you need this. Read that, David. It says, same, similar, even youth shall faint and be weary, and selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. Okay. All right. That's young too. But the last verse. I love that But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm -hmm. My God. Watch this. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Oh, that's pretty high. He didn't say, he said you're going to fly with the eagles. He said you're going to be pecking with the chickens. I said that before, I got to say it again. You start pecking with them chickens, you're going to become a four piece combo Popeye fried chicken meal. You understand what I'm saying? That's you not need... a fun thing. No, no, no. <laughs> you need to fly with the eagles. Fly with Watch you. this. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run ah, and not be weary. You know, I was on the treadmill this morning and I was going at it, but I got a little weary. God said, They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now read that. This is all. where. The this Amplified is, Bible just blows that verse Ooh. up. I mean, in a good way. You know way. why, Kathy? Because it ain't pecking with the chickens. No, it, it really God. amplifies it. It says, but those, <laughs> and this flows too with our, our theme for this year, which is great expectation gets, gets great results. It says, verse 31 says, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and who hope in him. Expect. Like who, that yes. And shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift up their lift their wings and mount up close to God, 
as eagles mount up to the sun. Now, I think eagles, when they go, they can go really close can to the sun. Can they go up, son? And the, <laughs> there's a healing power that's released when that happens, I've okay. heard. Anyway, he said, mount, as eagles mount up to the sun, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. Ladies and gentlemen, can't you see, in all my years of ministry, I haven't lost my job, my joy, excuse me, and my job, too, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Why? Because I don't get weary. Oh, no, I'm going to make somebody mad. I have many opportunities to get weary. Mm -hmm. I have many opportunities, you've heard me say it a thousand times, to fail. They're all there. Mm -hmm. I just don't take any. But what would you do if, everything, if you lost everything? <laughs> Start over. You can't take... You might take my house. You may do what you say, but you can't take what's inside of me. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, if I can build it once, I can build it again. Some of you are in financial straits, trouble, you don't know what to do. Come a little closer to me. If you mm -hmm. can build it once, you can build it again. How many mil millionaires on television I've heard in the business say, have uh, had to claim bankruptcy, mm -hmm. lost everything? More than once. More. And four years later, boom, back up richer than they were. Because, see, it was in them, not just on them. All this stuff like this, you know, David, uh, my watch, or whatever, that's all man-made. I mean, my Lord, I mean, this is a very expensive watch. It was given to me. I guess they wouldn't mind me saying it, huh? Rachel and uh, 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 the Fessler and uh, Mark. Mark Fessler. And look how beautiful this thing is. Now, now this costs a lot of money. I mean, it is. It's a Rolex uh, GM2, whatever they call that. Okay, watch this. But I can buy a watch right now that says the same thing for $3. But it doesn't have all this around it. That's the difference. Well, let me just say this. The church world, Kathy, has been wearing a $3 watch. Something barely got, yeah, they're they, they keeping the time. But they keep going by and say, oh, I'd love to have it. When they could have something better than that. If you let God be the God he is, and don't think of it as greed. I didn't ask for this. I was shocked, beyond shocked, when Mark and Rachel uh, presented it to me. I went, oh, oh. Now, I could have said this, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Do I got stupid wrote across my head? <laughs> no, I don't. You see, what happened, God spoke to him and spoke to Rachel. Don't get mad at me. You see? Why, well, why did you receive that? Because I'm a giver. You know how many watches I've given away? Now watch this. In this gift, God said to keep going. I, I gave away, I don't know how many of them over the years. I gave one away the other day with diamonds on it. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Because I wanted to. The Lord asked me to. Hey, Lord, I said, I'll do it. Watch this. When I got this, God kicked in on this on Luke 6, 38. He said, give. I did that. Then all of a sudden, it shall be given unto you. It shall be given unto you. Good measure. That means it's more than $3. Press down, shaking together, running over. Watch this. Shall Mark and Rachel Fessler give unto you. For with the same measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. Back to you. See, God kicked in on that gift also. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? He notices every little thing that happens. What you think is, oh, he wouldn't even think about that. Not God. He's so big, yet he's so small. 
that he can live inside of you and listen to every word, knows your life from the beginning to the beginning. I don't say to the end, because when you're born again, you're an eternal being. You started beginning in the flesh to the beginning is when we go to heaven and we start this eternity thing. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying, that's how big God is. Now, Kathy, tell me a story about you that God was big in. I told you, I said you, woman, <laughs> now I'm a Well, I'm a probably the biggest thing yes, was I when I was got coming. born again, you were a, a big problem. <laughs> yes, I was. You know, we I weren't was. living for God, and, and I knew nothing about the Bible. Right. But God helped me to realize that if I would just focus on Him and my life with Him, that He would fix all the other things that I was concerned with, which was you and my big concern. <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> we were just married maybe... Uh, <coughs> three years at that point when I got born again, I watched right. Billy Graham on TV, and that was my big thing in my life. I wanted you to be born again, so I remember praying for you and trusting was God. That, was that and bigger than having Jody? I had many opportunities to... Let me ask you, let me interrupt. Was that bigger than having Jody? Uh, yeah, well, I really was... I didn't know about God. I, I was so... Answer oh, the yeah. question. Was it bigger? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I it thought. Was bigger. It was and a this bigger girl, vision. we talk about love our daughter. So me and Kathy would die for Well, I mean, I love my daughter. I mean, it was a great experience, but I, that was a natural, I mean, everything was beautiful, and was I enjoyed one, that. I but part of you, yeah. that, my dream for you to be born again was because of Jody. She was there with me. That's I, my I knew we That's had a future to together. To it was part of our family. Amen. And so that was a big thing, and God showed me exactly what to do. Some of it made sense, and some of it didn't. I had lots of opportunities to get weary right. in well-doing. But, but you didn't. I No, I focused in on how big our God was and how capable he was, regardless of what you were doing. I knew that what you were doing, those uh, symptoms of a sinner <laughs> life, <laughs> were the result of not knowing God. But let, let me go back to that hotel room all them years ago. Yet, when Jody came, which was the greatest miracle, me and Kathy, in terms of, in the natural we ever had, we had a daughter. You immediately began to teach her the Word of God. Well, after I knew it, she was a year and a half old when I got born again. And I remember reading little children's books to her. Uh -huh. And the ones I chose were about creation, were about right. uh, the Bible stories. Right. And, and I learned a lot of Bible stories through those little books in those early days. And we would pray together. She was my little prayer partner. Now, why? And she was very articulate as a young child. She could talk and no understand. No children around her. Well, even there are a lot of kids who have children around them, they, it's, they still don't are progress to that. But it do, was my blessing. <laughs> do you know what Jody, my daughter, figured out at three years old? That I was going to hell. Because of her mother's teaching. You know, kids are smarter than you think they are. Because, see, God created them. Created them in his image. And in his likeness. So she asked you, tell me, she said, Well, we well, had this Daddy little book about hell? creation, and it <laughs> talked about heaven and hell in it. And then we we talked about heaven, and I'd, and I'd say what, that when you know Jesus, you go to heaven. She says, well, is Daddy going to heaven? Well, I couldn't lie to the kid. You know, I had I have <laughs> to be honest. Said, <laughs> I said, well, he needs to know yeah. Jesus, so we need to pray for And I wasn't condemned. You, were, you, know, you weren't yeah. part of those conversations. <laughs> yeah. But it worked, and I had my little prayer <laughs> yeah. partner, and we prayed and agreed. And I remember the day came when Billy Graham was on television. You know, they didn't have Christian television 24-7 like no. they have today and all these well, don't channels. We have, aren't we so many opportunities now for the gospel to get out. But in those days, in 1974, which was, I remember it was September, we were up, and you were traveling. We were, I was traveling with you then. We lived mm -hmm. in hotel rooms. Constant. Yeah, we carried around a lot of 
baby equipment, things like that. Oh, I yeah, we did. I had like a hot plate in the room because I got oh, yeah. tired of restaurant food. Yeah. Remember that time I shut down all the electricity? You shut the whole wing the of the hotel down. The whole wing of the hotel because I was And they said somebody's spaghetti. cooking. You can smell onions 100 miles away. Onions <laughs> and ground beef and sausages. And I was making a homemade but spaghetti. But they couldn't throw us out because we were the entertainers. The entertainers. That's right. <laughs> well, we fixed it. But anyway, with a lot of fun memories there, too, yes. as well. But I remember that day I was, I was about to watch Billy Graham on TV. I saw him coming on, and I was praying maybe this was the opportunity for you to get born again. Because remember, I tried bringing you to church. It didn't always work out the way I planned or expected. And you know, many times, I don't want to get into all those stories. Yes, you can get into all those stories. <laughs> the this worst is story. The worst thing that happened, I remember we were visiting your family, uh, my family too. We had come down to home, Louisiana, and we I was born again, and your brother Wayne had gotten born again. Yeah. And Wayne and I had concocted <coughs> a plan to bring you to church. So we he invited you, and him... Uh, you were between me and him. Wayne was on the end, you in the middle, and what I was that on the other like, side. What did that look like, You remember what you, I looked like? You looked scrawny. You were pretty skinny. <laughs> I was 139 pounds, drinking a fifth of whiskey a day, smoking, uh, doing cocaine, PCP. You name it, I did it. 130, hair down the hair. Typical rocker. Go. So we're here. We scoot in there into the church, slip into the back pew, because that's the only place, as close as he would get in there in that time, I remember. And the pastor started preaching. A message, and he had a salvation altar call, and said, "Please, everybody, bow your heads." Told head. everybody to stand up. Were they standing up? They told yes. them, "Bow their heads." Stand I did. up and bow your heads. Did I bow my head? I don't know. I wasn't. Yes, I did. You. I, I was very respectful. Trying to help closed. myself out here, because here comes the kicker in a minute. Go so ahead. So the pastor <laughs> gives the altar, the invitation. Please, anybody out there would like to know Jesus Christ, come up here forward to the front. Sunday morning. It was a Sunday morning service, and then. Uh, Nobody answered, and so he hollers out from the platform, and, and it's not a large building. Maybe he sat about 150, right? right. Small church. At the right. time, it felt big. But uh, he says, how about you back there with the long hair? You know, really. He said, hey, you with the long hair. Pointing, yeah, talking about Would you. Would you like to get you saved? You were the only one in there with long hair. Well, naturally. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a man. Yeah, as you know, I was a rocker. Young man. You were, how old were you? 24? I was 24 years old. No, no, I was 22 or 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, you back there with the long hair, you want to get saved? And I had my head down, and I thought, he's not talking. that fool is talking to me. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I mean, it was all I could to drag him in there, and I'm thinking, And I watched this, ladies and gentlemen. You got to say, I had no respect for God. But you know what? At one point, I said, I don't care. You just interrupted me. You just interrupted me. Let me finish it. Don't point that out. Point of this whole conversation. I got it's you. not a monologue, it's a dialogue. Okay, okay. All right, go ahead. Anyway, she so wants to tell the story. But the point is, you see, maybe mess my story up. <laughs> I, I know what I'm that. doing. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know what's Okay, I'll doing. finish it then. I I'm said that fool. You later again. <laughs> okay. That fool is talking to me. Now this is Sunday morning. And I said, let me tell you, and I use the F word. I, you, I cussed that man lower than a dog on Sunday morning. And Kathy going, oh, oh. And my brother said, we got to get him out the church. I said, I am. Oh, I, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> he said, I'm thinking, you know, I'm glad he's doing that because I was doing it 24-7 on my knees, a different place. I'd lay hands on him in the night. What was the you devil. glad I was? You glad I was, I was cussing? I was glad he was making a... 
a uh, basically closing the deal. I'm thinking that's okay. That's so he preached the message. What's wrong with you? Him asking you that. What are you gonna do? Send you to hell number two? <laughs> I mean, you're already going there. So I said, let's go for this. And I was really kind of glad. So you was glad I was. I was out? glad he was. He asked you. I was. Not oh, you glad. were glad he asked. I was me. not glad that you had reacted that way. Truly, I was not. And the whole church went like. I was. Oh, oh my God! Oh, what did I do? Bring oh, this crazy I mean, person cussing, into church. I'm walking out that thing. I said, I'm, 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 I was hot. So Wayne, his brother, starts grabbing. Him. I think he put his hand over your mouth to shut no, you. No, he did. He grabbed me by my chest. And I'm pushing you. We're getting out of the church. Sorry, folks. We're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're and I won't tell you something. that's when he turned to me and said, don't you ever invite me to church again. So then I had to go stealth. I had to go other way. So that's why that day in Boston, Massachusetts. And stealth. Covert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I remember asking. I said, Jesse, why don't you watch Billy Graham with me on TV? And he started cursing again like you did. Every other word was a language. I don't know why. Well, she's really telling all this bad. This is before I was saved. That's right. That's right. Jesus. You're looking at a new man here. I'm telling you. Yes. That's right. You said, why would I want to do that? And I remember at the time thinking, you know, why wouldn't you want to listen to somebody who's filling up a stadium? He must be saying something. To me, it was just a practical explanation. Because you were born again. Well, it made sense. Well, God was big inside of you. Yes. And God was not living inside of me. Bigger than the problem. Than the devil that was inside of me. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I did get born again years later. Went back to that same church and that same pastor was there and I apologized. He said, sir, he said, young man, I said, listen, I'm sorry. I said, he said, I never heard words like that in my life. He said, my God, all of us went home and took a shower. Then we felt so dirty. I mean, I just cussed the whole place out. You think I cared? No, you see, didn't. when you serve Satan, you do what he does. Mm-hmm. Well, when you serve God, you do what he does. That's right. And he said, but you know what? He apologized to me. Mm-hmm. He said, I should not have hollered at you back there. Mm-hmm. But I was Put so you concerned about your soul. He and really I understand was a soul winner. He just loved. He, and he turned out to be one of the finest men. He actually, in the beginning of my salvation, he, he really helped your calling. He, he helped saw my you. calling. He saw everything. And I didn't see any of that, you know, because I was just a baby Christian. But you know what? I mean, to do things like that, you know, and yet in God's house, most people would say, God should have struck you dead. I was already dead. Mm. You see, I was already dead. I had a dead spirit. Yeah. I did not know the Lord. But God in his infinite mercy, a couple of years later, came and resurrected me with a new spirit. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't deny him. That's why I can't say, well, we don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You don't realize how much he's done for me. So when Satan comes with something that's bigger than I am in the natural, mm-hmm. I go to Isaiah 40 and say, oh, look at that. Sometimes I actually put a drop of water in my hand. I think, well, huh. I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. And the Lord says, you can. Mm-hmm. He said, go do the work that I do and do it greater. Right. And greater than these shall you do because I go to my father. And you know, all my of that, God, our whole lives changed. My life was already changed, but your life changed when you accepted Jesus. Amen. Simple words. Simple words. Simple words, prayed in faith, radically changed our lives forever. And not just our lives, but so many lives that we've touched over the years. It made me in the physical, Kathy, see things I never thought I had. He already had given to him. Go with me to Psalms 115. I want to show you something here. Uh, The Lord just brought this up in my mind. Psalms 115. I want you to see this. I love this. 
I'm going to start with verse 12 of Psalms 115 here. It says, the Lord had been mindful of us. Boy, I can say he's been mindful of me. He will bless us. And he say he's going to curse us. And he say he's going to put cancer on you to teach you something. That's churchy stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what he said. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear, which means respects the Lord, both small and great. Why? Because he's no respecter person. The, watch this verse 14. This is all for you. The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children, which means your kids will not struggle if you listen to what me and Kathy are telling you today because this is how big this God is. But I like this next verse. You are blessed of the Lord which hath made heaven and earth. Verse 16, the heaven. You know the one that he created with a span? Even the heavens, all of it, are the Lord's. That's his. Mm -hmm. But the earth, my God, look at this. Hath he given to the children of men. Mm -hmm. Now, are you mad at me because I have a plane when he gave it to me? I had one man tell me, I had to say the same thing. Brother Colton said that one time too, and it made a lot of sense. He said, Brother Jesse, that's not your plane, that's God's plane. I said, no, it's mine. He looked at me, what? I said, no, no, it's my plane. Well, does it belong to the ministry? But yeah, it belongs to the ministry. Well, it belongs no, 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 it's mine. He gave it to me. Uh, whose watch is this? Yours. He, why? He gave it to you. Mark and Rachel Fessler gave it to me. You see, you don't recognize what he's given you. Oh, this is good stuff. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. God says, he just gave it to me. Now, it is the ministry. Why? What am I going to do with a plane? Other than use it for the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, in, in all those years, I've never used it personally. I can. I have to pay taxes on it. I don't mind doing all that. And I can afford that too. That's not the issue. But you see, when people give you something, you ought to be able to receive it, not take it. Receive it. So he gave me salvation. Mm -hmm. I received it. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. I received it. Yeah. He gave me healing. I received it. Then he gave me something better than that. He gave me health. That's why I love to pray for people that are sick. Because if I sow healing, guess what I get? Health. Mm -hmm. It is the harvest off of healing. But he did better than that. Hmm. He took it to another level. He gave me divine life, divine healing, divine health, divine life. Have you ever met a minister like me? All you that have been watching me for 44 years, have you ever saw me change in terms of what I believe in this Bible, what I preach? I know I shake up the world. I say some strong things, but it's not me that's saying that. Is Christ in me, the hope of glory, saying that. And I believe St. John 14, verses 12, 13, 14. He said, go do the work that I do. Okay, I'll do that. And do it greater. Whoa, hadn't done that yet. I've done some things, but right. not all. He said, and greater the things that you do because I go to my Father. Then he says this. This is St. John 14, 13. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name. This is Jesus talking. I've adopted that into my life, those verses. Whatsoever you shall ask him, uh, ask Father in my, uh, that will I do. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. What does whatsoever mean to you? You need a new car? Do you need a new car? Watch this. Do you know when you ask God for a new car, you glorify God? You glorify the Father? Jesus says, Father, they're glorifying you. Then Jesus adds his to it. The next verse. 
and you, you shall ask anything in my name. Man, that's big. Mm-hmm. I will do it. Now, you're going to argue with that because of some circumstances going on around here? You, you're going to argue with that? You, how can you? You need to go back to Isaiah 40 and, and put a drop of water in your hand mm-hmm. and watch this wonderful creator because he created you. And he created us in his image and his likeness. Mm-hmm. Then he gave us another gift, dominion. That's right. Ooh. You got yeah. something to say about that? Well, because you use a lot of dominion <laughs> over me at my house. <laughs> well, you know, I said this. I learned a lot from my mother-in-law. Your mama. I, I, I said one time that she was a dominating woman. Yes. Not a domineering woman, yeah. which is totally different. Yeah. But I, no, listen. You got to starts listen. with the letter D. Are you listening? <laughs> I'm Open listening. your ears. Okay. So I'm it's. It's the difference is that she dominated her home once she became born again. Right. Once she knew about the word of now, God. Now, whose mama she, are you talking about? Your mother. My she mother. Do, she influenced me a lot. And she dominated her family with the word of God. The right. word of God dominated her home. She allowed that. That's what God gave us dominion. So Amen. It's, it's another way to look at it, but it's really just expressing what God has already given us. He's given us authority in the earth, and mm. we're supposed to use that. Well, you know, you said she dominated. You know, I never saw my mama as a woman. I knew she was a woman. That's common sense. I mean, I mean, I know the biology. I just saw her as mama. I saw my father, even though he's masculine, he's a man, as daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to a point. I see God. Now, don't get mad when it's as big daddy. <laughs> Abba father. Mm-hmm. Daddy, daddy. All sufficient. All sufficient. More than El enough. Shaddai. It's got over 70 names. Mm-hmm. I got three. You got three. No, you got four. I have. Yeah. You have Catherine. I have a lot more Marie, than that, actually. Marie, Kyra, Duplantis. Right. When I married her, watch this. I'm wife, mama. You what? Wife, mama, sister. Lots of That's people. right. Wife. Titles, that's right. All, if you want to think of it, it that way. When I married We're all multi- her. multi- yeah, I me, when I married you, I gave you my name. When God birthed me, oh, this is big. He gave me his name, not on me, mm-hmm. in me. Mm-hmm. Watch this. When I gave Kathy my name, Kathy can spend all my money. That's right, and don't you ever forget it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glory to God. She grabbed on that quick, didn't she? But isn't that amazing? Wait, wait. Now, that's a great, a great thing you said. Oh, yeah. Wait, now, don't you ever forget it. That's God right. gave you his name. Right. You can spend. He placed you can't outspend us him. in the family. Cool. We're part no, let, let me of get God's on. Go back. Go, go to that. You, said you, uh, you can spend everything I have. That's right. We can take everything what, God has done that's right. to that's, ourselves. It's called covenant. Amen. Everything God owns belongs to us. Everything That's we big, own belongs to God. You listen to me? Can somebody say amen around here in this building? <laughs> I'm, can you hear what I just said? I Everything. heard exactly what you said. <laughs> Everything that we have belongs to God as well. It's a, it's a partnership. Yeah, yeah it, 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 well, you had that word partnership. Our partners, you brought that up. See, sometimes people say, well, you know, I think preachers talk too much about money. Well, maybe some do. But, you know, why, do you, why don't you get mad at the people in the mall? There's signs all over the mall. For sale, for sale, for sale, for sale. None of them say for free, for free, for free, for free. 
You don't get mad about that. Well, you know, I wish television time was free. It's not. Why? Because people are in business. So it takes finances that you are partners because we partnered with God. That's why you partner with us because you wouldn't send money if you didn't believe me and Kathy were doing what we were supposed to be doing with it. That's common sense, you see. Partnership. So in other words, spiritual, physical, financial. And we do exactly what we say. And me and you learned that from God. That's right. What did Jesus say? I love, you know, people try to complicate Jesus' life. It's very simple. I only say what my father says, mm -hmm. and I only do what my father says to do. Yeah. So, you know what? You can believe big because you serve a big God. That's right. And he's right here inside of you. Now, this is just part two. Yeah. And did, did I interrupt you in this one? A lot. A lot. <laughs> did you interrupt me? Yeah. Oh, well, praise That's the Lord. She finally a spoke the truth. <laughs> I'm trying to teach him still. Yes, you're trying to teach me so many things. Glory <laughs> to God. So I want you today to realize no matter what you're seeing, don't deny it. That's right. No matter what you're feeling, don't deny it. Mm -mm. Deny it's right to affect this big God and his plan that lives his, in you. His big plan for your great life. Give me a testimony before we go off. Okay, there. great. I'm glad we got to do these. This one's from Keith. Says, we are watching from Palm Bay, Florida. Me and my wife moved back to the States last year. We were missionary educators in Okinawa, Japan for the last Ooh. 20 years. We love watching your ministry. Isn't that great? Isn't that a blessing of God the Lord? That is so good. Read another one. One more. This one is from uh, Matthias. 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 I'm pronouncing it different. Mafia? <laughs> Matthias. Matthias. Oh, thank that's you. Yeah. Yes, it says, thank you, Jesse. I met you in South Africa years ago. Yes. Now I live in Australia. This is God's favor. So they're still watching our ministry from Read many Gloria. years ago. Is that Gloria? Gloria says, it, it's awesome to hear you both. God is illuminated in your lives. I wish I could come visit you when your country opens. Well, believe you Gloria, will. Gloria, we'll believe you will. You come. Kathy has a glorious conference coming up. When in is that October. Coming? In October. We Maybe it'll God be open by in. then. If not, yeah. you can watch it online. Yeah, you can do Lots both. Lots of people will be tuning in that way all around the world. I know. I felt, oh, yeah, but that's impossible. I don't have the money. But the Lord does. And if God has money, you got money. He can make a way where, where there, there is no way. Seems God to be made no a way, way when there is no way. Remember that song? <laughs> he made a way. <laughs> He's <laughs> a, a way maker. <laughs> <laughs> He's a way maker. I like that song. See, so you understand. We had There's to do a, part two on yes. this. We revealed some things about me that were not very nice before I was saved, but that's okay. That's okay. It's all open before it's all, God. We're open before the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank all of you for watching this. You know what? And when all this gets kicked back up, we're not stopping any of this. No, we're going to just keep doing these things and preaching this and letting this social media do it or whatever. In fact, we got to build another studio so we can do it. Yeah, Catholic you know, Jesse, we're having, it's, we're so excited, really getting close to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, and we hope that you'll spread the word, tell Amen. your friends to subscribe, because we want to celebrate that. That's you a big deal. You subscribe to YouTube, is that right? Well, I have lots of channels that I subscribe to mm -hmm. on YouTube, different ones I listen to. 
course, ours is right there at the top. Right. Jesse Duplantis <laughs> Ministries, because we we're saying some great things, putting a lot of great word out there oh, every you're single stuff now. day. <laughs> but it's important that you subscribe, and not just subscribe, but hit that bell, that little no notification bell, because every time we post something, you'll be able to know that it's there and watch it the first opportunity you can, because these things are coming straight from heaven, straight off of what the Lord is speaking to us, and they're timely. And we also have some, we're also peppering it with some oldie, classic, maybe Mary Hart things. I think they do that on Fridays. But the team has yes. gotten together a great list of things to do to keep you, to keep ministering to you, because that's what we're really called to do, to reach and people. Faith the Facts. Change. Too. Oh, Faith the Facts is another great thing you do once a week. Who, we came, have up, who came up with Faith the Facts? Was the it Chrissy? Team. I'll tell you what, Chrissy's back at the campus. Because that's right. Don't she's you ever forget it. She's our marketing manager. She does a great job. God's got a, a great team of people that he's brought here Amen. together to help us to reach people and change, change lives. lives. One little time. And many partners that are out there watching every, what we do, too, as well, are standing right there alongside of with us. And together, we're doing great things for God. So I'm going to say the Psalms 115, verse 15. You are blessed of the Lord. That's right. Which made heaven and, and earth. earth. He's big. It's such an honor to come into your home or wherever you're viewing this. And you know, the Bible says give honor to whom honors due. I'm on a lot of television. I love Daystar. Hello, Marcus and Joni, if you're watching. Praise God. Wonderful people. I mean, I'm on ABC, CBS, and I'm a bunch of secular television stations, things. But uh, something really wonderful has happened. My good friend Kenneth Copeland and Gloria, we've been preaching together for over 30 years now. Well, they've been believing God, and I'm on the, I'm, I want to I say this. And I, I've been on their board of directors for I don't know how many years, and then you came on about two years ago, I think it was, two or three years ago, something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, a miracle has taken place. We believe God with Kenneth and Gloria. Well, now the Victory Channel, okay? Mm -hmm. The Victory Channel now is on DirecTV. They own the Dish Network. They've been now, on think, the Dish for quite a while. Yeah, but it's on uh, the, the channel is 314. On Direct TV. On Direct TV. Now, that's just a miracle of God. Recently. And I wanted to just say that to my good friends because, I mean, you, if you really want to hear the word of faith totally preached uncompromised, and victory is, and all the other ones are good too, don't misunderstand. But what I'm just saying is, this was a big, big miracle because it takes millions of dollars a year to do that. Mm -hmm. And we're all on it. My program's on it, a lot of people are on it. And so I wanted to give a shout out. It's uh, the channel 314 on Direct TV, the whole Victory Channel. That's a blessing. Reaching a whole new audience of people. Of course people. you should watch my, my slot. But anyway, of course. Of course. <laughs> we have such a wonderful time. Thank you for viewing today. I hope you enjoyed part two. Let's pray two. for them before we leave. Sure. Let me have your hand. Father, in Jesus' Thank name, you, I'm going to keep my eyes open look right Thank at you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I come against sickness and disease, Thank cancer, you, diabetes, high blood pressure, yes. crippling arthritis, infectious Ever. disorder. Yes. I come against financial disparity. Yes. I bind it in Jesus' in name. name. Jesus. What I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Thank I you, thank Lord. you today, Lord, that people are being healed Touch. by this simple prayer. Yes. That you're moving our angels to release those finances these people need right thank now. You, thank you for doing Lord, that. Lord, thank you. I call those things with be not as though they were. That's Thank Romans you, 4, 17. And Lord, we declare supernatural favor yes. for those that are believing for the impossible. Yes. Lord, we thank you that you're going to make a way where there is no way. Supernatural yes, abundance coming Amen. to them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You, so you believe the unbelievable, you receive the impossible, just because remember. Oh, there you go. I have a drop of water in my hand. Look at it, ladies and gentlemen. And look at that, Kathy. I see. And uh, the Pacific Ocean's in there. That's how God Good measured it. God, the Atlantic, the Indian Ocean, the Antarctic Ocean, Mediterranean, Mississippi River, 
Great Salt Lake. Niagara Falls. Gulf of Mexico. Niagara Falls. Look. That's what God did. Put it in my Let hand. Let me pull you a little bit of that hair. I just put you the Gulf of Mexico. Right? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Think about this, ladies. What a way to end this program. Just like this. We serve a big And dog. the water is so refreshing. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I want to do that. How about because I got these TV I'll lights on. I'll do it on my on. hands. Yeah, yeah, Kathy said like you need moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Until next time, Jesse and Kathy say we love you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.